thing you will find tonight in the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament in the book of Psalms, Psalms 102. And in the New Testament, the Epistle to the Hebrews, chapter 1. The book of Psalms, Psalm 102. And Hebrews 1. Psalm 102. The word of the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear to me in the day when I answer, I call, answer me speedingly. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as an hearth. My heart is smitten. And with it like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I am like a pelican in the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch, and I am as a sparrow along upon the housetop. Mine enemies reproach me all the day, and they that are, that are met against me are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread, and mingled my drink with weeping, because of thine indignation and thy wrath. For thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that declines, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shall endure forever. And thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor, yea, the set time is come. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth thy glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion... He shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for the generation to come. And the people which shall create it shall praise the Lord. For he looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven did the Lord behold the earth to hear the groaning of the prisoner to lose those that are appointed to death to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem when the people are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve the Lord he weakened my strength in the way he shortened my days I said oh my God take me not away in the midst of my days Thy years are throughout all generations. Of old thou hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hand. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture thou shalt change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same. And thy years shall have no end. The children of thy servants 
shall continue, and their seat shall be established before thee. Then Hebrews 1. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day I have begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, which he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he said, And let the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he said, Who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire? But unto the Son, he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they shall all wax, shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture thou shalt fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, Sit at my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits, sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Thus far the reading of God's word. Friends, we have come um, in this evening to the end of a weekend, at the close of a weekend, in which we have considered the doctrines of grace through the lens of the canons of Dort, for example, the perseverance of the saints among other topics. Tonight I want to reflect with you, with the help of the Lord, of the, the, the source of this doctrine of grace, the source of the particular the perseverance of the saints, God in Christ, as we find it in Psalm 102 and Hebrews 1. Because we have read, but thou, so says the Lord to the Apostle, speaking about the Lord, art the same. And thy year shall not fail, but thou remainest. 
The Lord remains the same. His years have no end. God is the same. The Lord is unchangeable. And you. And you. And I. I think it is uh, not an overstatement uh, that uh, we live in a world that believes and lives out and let us know nothing is permanent except change. Nothing will last forever. Uh, We observe this on all levels in life. eh? We live in a world of constant flux. If you follow the war in Ukraine, you see the borders are increasing, decreasing. Depends which side is apparently winning. On society level, eh? the high anxiety level among our young people, young adults, changing moods and the like. Recently I read in the New York Times of a young lady, started around 16, 17. Just to keep her anxiety in check, she started with one pill. Five years later she was on ten pills a day, just to keep her floating. Friends, parents, grandparents, that is the world in which we live change personal level personal level when you become older the, the, that you begin to notice the decay of our body the psalmist in one and the ten, uh, two says eh, my days are like a shadow young people talk to your parents or grandparents all the ones in our midst they, they, they will tell you my days were like a shadow that declines and, and I'm with it like the grass. We have sometimes a change of mind. Relationships that come and go. And unfortunately many refuse to recognize this. And, and many times the result is a certain suffering in life. Of, of not coping and accepting the things that are changing. Friends, I think it's not much to say that we are changeable. But we just read from God's word. But God is unchangeable, immutable. But what does that now mean? What does that mean for you? Or for you? How does that function in our life? That God is unchangeable. Is it something that you oppose or you feel uncomfortable about? Eh, kind of if all that happens in life is because of God's unchanging will. What is then left of the human freedom? Are we like puppets bound with an invisible wire from above? Or is God's unchangeableness a comfort to you? As we have come to the close of this conference, consider the sovereignty of God. That it is a reason, as we have heard also this morning, a reason to rely on a gracious trust in God. That in the midst of adversity at times, in the midst of disappointments of life, of discouragements, of maybe even grief and pain in your life. Discomfort, but thou, Lord... Remains the same. Thou, Lord, shall endure forever. And therefore, I want to meditate with the help of the Lord on, on one of these divine attributes.
God's attributes, his immutability. An attribute is een quality of who God is. And remains forever who he is. And friends, I hope not only that we see what scripture says about this attribute, this character of God, not a doctrinal propositional exposition, but here in Psalm 102, what it means personally. Personally. Wherever you are in life, whatever you have brought into church this night, whatever is going on in your life, what it means personally, but you, O Lord, remains the same. And therefore, three brief main thoughts in light of Psalm 110 and Hebrews 1. The comfort of an unchanging God. In the first place, who we are. In the second place, what we need. And in the third place, how we can receive what we need. So that in life and in death, that we can live and die. With that only comfort of Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So in the first place then, who we are. Because friends, in the first two verses of Psalm 102, the Lord shows us who we are. Here the psalmist lets us know that he is overwhelmed, is troubled, is distressed, is in need. Because, and that is the reason for his crying to the Lord, of verse 1 and 2, a call for help, why he poured out his complaint before the Lord. Because, he, in verse 3, he said, my days are consumed like smoke. Verse 11, my days are like a shadow that declines. In other words, he, he begins to recognize my life is transitory, goes by slips away this is who we are and sometimes life can be overwhelmed and and troubled and there is distress but but ultimately our life in in light of God's word vanishes like a smoke withers like grass passes away like an evening shadow Well, young people, maybe this is not how you look at life at this moment. Maybe you have many plans, and that's good. Maybe dreams, dreams to study or to work, or you dream with someone with whom you want to go through life. And, and, and then suddenly tonight, you hear from God's word. This psalmist about one who says, My days, vanish like smoke, passes away like a shadow. My life, Ultimately, withers away like grass. And, and what more, the, for the psalmist, this is, is such a gripping reality, an absorbing, absorbing thought that he forgets to eat, verse 5. That he loses weight, verse 5. I'm reduced to skin and bones, cleave to my skin. He lays awake at night, verse 7. I watch sleepless nights. And when he eats or drinks, verse 9. For I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping, with tears. 
Well, modern psychology would uh, diagnose this psalmist as a clinical depressive. The distressing thought, the reality in life. Nothing is permanent. Nothing will last forever. Passes, finishes, withers away. And even the psalmist cannot escape this. And for sure, friends, and for sure, there can be times in your life that it seems that the rug is pulled from under you. That you lose ground under your feet. Be honest tonight. The unsteadiness, the instability of life. A, a, a fleeting. A personal maybe. Relationships change. For us as older ones, authority structures alter. Maybe you remember as families. In the past, mom and dad sit with the children out the breakfast in the morning, supper at evening, around the table, there was a conversation, and now, rare moments to sit as family around the table. And if so, the social media continues, even at the table, if not restricted. The church in the past, eh, when you drive here through New Jersey, a rich history, of Reformed Church. Many, many older buildings. They were full, packed with people. Sunday after Sunday. And now, they're empty. Changes. That is what we experience. Uh, children, uh, young children, listen. Sometimes when you have those summers, eh, they seem to be endless. Endless summers. But when you become older, they quickly pass by. E- even the summers seem to be short. That is what you experience all the ones. Eh? There is a change. The long sum- summer is just a passing one. The same number of weeks. But it passes by. Like smoke vanishes away. That is the experience of the psalmist when he looked at his life. His years are like days. His days vanish like smoke. Passes away. E- even in 24, eh, verse 24, my days are shortened. Meaning, cut short. This echoed later in Psalm 110. As for men, his days are as grass, a flower of the field, as he flourishes. For the wind passes over, and it is gone. And the place thereof shall uh, shall know it no more. Have you ever noticed? Famous person in times past, renowned in his time, in which he or she lived. And now, the place thereof, no more. No more. But friends, one day it shall, it shall be for you and me also. Your place, my place, no more. Psalm 39, a test of it. Eh? My days are in handbreadth, mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Pause for a moment this evening. The fleeting away of your life. Do you begin to grasp what the psalmist says in wandering and two in his distress and his need? Hear my prayer, O Lord. And let my cry come unto thee. 
when the reality of life, if it's sin and shortcomings and disappointments, your life is fruitful and barren years, health and sickness, riches and poverty, this gripping reality of the brevity of life is realized and experienced. And people who were strong in the past, physically, mentally, emotionally, and now, and the brokenness of the body, the forgetfulness of the mind, the frailty of life, a gripping reality. And you and I, what, what, what do we know what tomorrow will bring? We, we live in a time, eh, that seems to be so contrary to this psalm and what we, what we hear from God's word, eh, that we live in a time of all kinds of predictions and planning for the future and and we, we take it all for granted, the statistics and the probability and the computer projection for the prophecy department of the secular humanism for the foreseeable future. And the digital li- diaries and desk planners and wall planners and five-year plans and the computer programs that we have and the phone that pings, pings, pings and we have to respond apparently to it with every incoming message. Living in a society in which you and I, we are part of a society that seeks desperately for a secure future and planned and predicted to its finest detail. And then in the midst of all of that, and friends, also for this coming week, maybe a busy week before you, the question comes to us, that the Lord remind us through his word, through the psalmist in Wonderland 2, or as the Apostle James also speaks of it, and ask the question, you and me, what is your life really? What is your life really? For we are a mist that appears for a little time, and then vanishes. Isaac Watts, Watts once wrote, Time, like an ever-rolling stream, bears all its sins away. They fly forgotten as a dream. Congregation, that is the honesty of God's words. This is who you and I are. Our life-changing, fleeting, brief. Psalm 90. For all our days are passed away, we spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years, even 70, 80 years, is soon cut off. And then, and then. You and I. Alone. will stand before the Lord. Before God's judgment seat. Therefore, our second thought, what we need. The text says, but you, O Lord, shall endure forever. But you, O Lord, abide forever. But thou remainest. What does that now mean? Let me illustrate this. Weak example, but let me illustrate it. There is a river that goes through the mountains. Winding, winding, winding through the mountains, mountain rains. And on that river, 
there are several boats with people. And because of the winding nature of the river, those people do not see each other. At times they do not know what to expect with the next turn. Sometimes they change their minds from time to time what they expected, but they see actually what the next turn brings. But you stand on the top of the mountain. You see the entire winding river. You see all those people on the boats. You are the same. You know the windings of the river, the turns that the river makes. You see each person, same distance from you, from either side of the mountain. Even when those people do not experience your presence. It does not change you. You remain the same. With reference, this is the Lord God. But thou remainest. He, he is ever close to his people. He oversees all things in their life. Ephesus 19, we prayed it. For he looked down from the height of his sanctuary. From heaven did the Lord behold the earth. That's something. He looks down from his sanctuary in this sanctuary. And he beholds you. But there's maybe one in our midst that says, yeah, I, don't not, uh, I do not experience that. If you really know what is going on in my life. Maybe you would have to say, if you know the windings and turns in my life, but does, does that now change the Lord? Lord with capital letters. The Lord of his psalmist uh, testify. But thou, Lord, shall endure forever and thy remembrance to all generations. Thy years. Not days. Throughout all generations. Verse 24. The, the psalmists have even to appeal to the universe the, the universe and stars the heavens examples of stability and unchangeableness stars shining for hundreds of years clear visible in the night same place same position in the universe and of that example of unchangeableness the psalmist has to say in verse 26 they shall perish yea all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture, thou shalt change them, and they shall be changed. And in the midst of unchanging universe, the Lord says, but thou shalt endure. Verse 27, but thou art the same, and thy years have no end. He is unchangeable, for I, the Lord, I change not. And therefore, friends, there is a place of refuge in this unchangeable rock for a people that often change. For a psalmist, maybe for one of us in our midst, afflicted, overwhelmed, crying out to the Lord, who realizes that his life is far from stable and realizes that his life withers and finishes and passes away 
but also realizes and testifies by grace. As his only hope, rock-solid hope, but thou, O Lord, shall endure forever, but thou art the same. Do you know what that means? How that function in your life, and like a woodchopper, shakes the tree and cuts the tree, but sees a bird. And every time he shakes the tree, that need to be chopped, the bird escapes to the next tree, and to the next tree, no rest. Till the woodchopper is ready to cut the last tree. And the bird escapes and flees to a mountain rock and finds rest. That is the Lord. The faithful covenant keeping Jehovah. The same from generation to generation. Parents. That is the encouragement from God's word. That the Lord said, I am the Lord. I do not change from generation to generation, forever and ever. This rock of ages, the only rock of which can be said, rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Or with the psalmist in 62, he is my only rock and my salvation. This is the Lord of whom the psalmist testified. But thou art the same, and thy years have no end. The same, unchangeable. The same in his promises. Yes, also for an afflicted one as we find in Psalm 102. He promises, before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. Then this Lord is unchangeable in his love. For I, says the Lord, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn thee. Then he is unchangeable in his nearness. For he has said, I will not leave you, neither have I forsaken thee. But he is also unchangeable in his judgment. But the wicked are like a troubled sea when it cannot rest. There is no peace, says my God, to the wicked. This is the psalmist in 102, when the brevity and the changes of life grips him, is afflicted and overwhelmed, and cries to the Lord. And the Lord, who is unchangeable, from everlasting to everlasting the same, he is unchanging as he is, is the only hope and rest. And maybe you listen, and maybe you wonder, if all that is going on in your life that you wonder, that is what I need will it be well with me to rest upon that only rock of salvation Christ to know this comfort that God is unchangeable well I am so changeable well I am in times of affliction emotional or physical suffering when life is so overwhelming to know that the rock of ages 
for the numbered days of my life. And friends, this comfort can be received, is freely offered also this evening. And the psalmist knew this as he prayed in the midst of his affliction, in the overwhelming of his life, pouring out his heart before the Lord, seeing his urgent condition and the brevity of life, when he set his hope upon the immutable, unchangeable, faithful, everlasting Lord of the covenant, of whom the psalmist says in verse 17, He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. Now how will the Lord then how will the Lord then hear? And and uh, how can it be received what a poor and needy soul needs? And that brings us by chapter one of the Epistles of the Hebrews. The Apostle, the Lord opens the letter to the Hebrews and the Lord shows who Christ is. So we have read from chapter 1 of the epistle to the Hebrews. Christ is more excellent than the angels. More excellent than Moses. The excellency of Christ. That is what is set forth in this letter. It begins already in chapter 1. Where the apostle points to six portions of the Old Testament. In particular... He does that by referring to the book of Psalms. When he speaks about Christ, verse 5, he refers to Psalm 2. Thou art my son, this day I have begotten thee. When he speaks about Christ, verse 6, refers to Psalm 97. And let the angels of God worship him. And so in verse 7, he refers to Psalm 104, verse 4, verse 8 refers to Psalm 45, verse 7. And verse 13, he refers to Psalm 110, verse 1. But also in the verses 10 to 12 of Hebrews 1, when he speaks about Christ, the apostle cites the verses 26 to 28 of Psalm 102. And he says, And thou, Lord, but now referring to Christ... In the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou, speaking about Christ, shall remain. And they shall all wax old as does a garment, and as a vesture thou shalt fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. This congregation, Psalm 102, speaks of the Messiah, of Christ. Psalm 102, there is one that prays in distress, who experiences the brevity of life. The psalmist is a type of Christ. Christ who in his deepest sense, much more than the psalmist, much more than you and I have been, Christ who is overwhelmed in the garden of Gethsemane. Christ who is afflicted in judgment at Gabbatha. Christ who cried out and poured out his complaint at Golgotha, but experienced his prayer. Was not regarded, neither heard by his father. And, and, and for who? 
The psalmist speaks also for who? Psalm 13, verse 13, thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion. This unchangeable God, who is the same forever and even now, can and shall meet fallen, changeable, afflicted, overwhelmed people, meet people such as you and I, only and because for the sake of Christ. And that is the wonder of the gospel of grace this evening. With all the changes in your life, with the brevity of life in view, with maybe uncertainties of life, maybe in times of loneliness and being alone, this unchangeable, faithful, covenant-keeping Lord, the everlasting one, in Christ has mercy upon Zion, for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Then in Christ there is mercy, in Christ there is grace, in Christ there is forgiveness, and in Christ, friends, he will regard the prayer of the destitute and will not despise their prayer. Even in times that you think, is the Lord hearing me? Is there no help? This unchangeable God, this covenant-keeping God promises, and His promises are sure, and certain he will regard the prayer of the destitute and he will not despise your prayer for Christ's sake oh to rest in your life in Christ this unchangeable God who also this evening invites earnestly Willingly, readily, come to me, all ye that labor and heavy laden. And sometimes you feel the weight in your life. He has promised, I will give you rest. Rest for your soul. Oh, rest in him and him alone. But thou remainest, remains, even now. At the right hand of the Father. He remains concerned with the cares and concerns of each of his children. He is the same who intercedes for all his children. And he looks down from the height of his sanctuary in this sanctuary. And he sees you and he sees his people maybe afflicted, maybe overwhelmed, maybe challenged in life. He is the same, hearing your cry. Verse 20 of Psalm 102, hearing the groaning of the prisoner. And he regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise your prayer. Maybe it is your prayer, abide with me, Lord. Fast falls the eventide, the darkness deepens, Lord. With me abide, when other helpers fail and comfort flee. Help of the helpless. Oh, abide with me. And then to know, but thou, for Christ's sake, art the same. So it was for the psalmist of old. And so it was 
for the altar of the Hebrews. And so it is now. For who we are. Life is short, full of changes. For what we need, God's unchangeableness. God's unchangeable comfort. And that, in the midst of adversity, of times of disappointments, of times of discouragements, of time of grief and pain. This comfort, but thou, Lord, the thou, Lord, remains the same. And thou shall endure forever. And so it is now. For Christ alone. His steadfast love. His faithfulness. His forgiveness. And then to know and to see by grace. Or, or to be reminded this evening. This comfort. But thou Lord remains the same. He remains the same in your life. For Christ's sake. That, that alone. That alone presents mercy and grace. Provides comfort and hope. And provokes courage and faith. Friends, to whom else shall you then go? Here is Christ. Offers a safe anchorage for the storms of life. Offers perseverance for the battles of life. Provides patience for the cares of life. He offers strength for the burdens of life. He provides a light for the shadows of life. And he extends hope for the end of your life. Here is the unchanging God for Christ's sake. Who is and remains faithful. Oh, take refuge in him. Again, he welcomes people who are overwhelmed. Who are troubled. Who are distressed. Who are in need. And he waits. And he welcomes you. And so we have come to the end of this weekend. Considering the doctrines of grace. A time to be in his word. A time of fellowship. A time of instruction and encouragement. In which Christ himself says. I have prayed for you. That is how you can leave this place. I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. Prayed not to take us out of the world, but that we should be kept by him from the evil one. And why? Because he is unchangeable. And that for Christ's sake. To live daily with discomfort. Jesus Christ the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. No other name that can save, deliver and restore. Christ the same. Yesterday, today and forevermore. Amen. Let us pray. Lord will bless thine own word. And that we experience the comfort that thou remains the same despite who we are before thee Lord will give this week that we often may meditate upon thy word and that in the meditation we receive more assurance to rely and to rest in thee and that 
for Christ's sake. Forgive our sins also of this night, our shortcomings in speaking, but bless thine own work, and that for Jesus' sake. Amen.